But tell us about CBD. What's the, what's happening on a molecular level and what's happening on a clinical level? CBD is a really interesting molecule, molecule and one that's very hard for us in our conventional Western medical model to conceptualize because it is what we would call a promiscuous molecule, meaning that it has activity at a range of different receptors, enzymes, and neurotransmitters. So in lab-based analysis of the activity of CBD, they're looking at, at over 65 different mechanisms of action of CBD. And so normally in conventional practice, if we have a drug that has multiple targets, we would call it a dirty drug. And what would normally happen... Who's coming, up with, the, who's coming up with these names? Dirty, promiscuous? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you've got to worry about the people who are sitting behind their computer screen for too long. Dirty. Uh, <laughs> but so normally it'd be a dirty drug. And the reason it's called a dirty drug because it may be an effective medication. So take tricyclic antidepressants, for example. It's an effective medication. It works really well for depression, but it works across a range of different pathways. So therefore it has three times the activity three times the amount of side effects. And so it's intolerable for a lot of for a lot of people. Whereas CBD works across, you know, 65 different receptors, enzymes and neurotransmitters, but it's exceptionally well tolerated and generally has more side benefits than side effects. And a lot of that comes down to the affinity of CBD at each of these target sites, meaning that it has a low binding affinity. So it's only subtly, subtly changing the activity at those different sort of areas. In and of itself, it creates a network shift towards better better health outcomes rather than conventional medications that might target a specific area and they'll poke that area really intensely. And that can have some positive benefits. So but- that we talk about like, like lock and key for pain. So certain things unlock, keys unlock a pain in a certain area, but... Yeah, so the lock and key analogy, I think, is a completely useless analogy in regards to cannabis because it's there's different size locks for different keys and they, they, they some partially work, some work a lot. So I don't like the lock and key an analysis because it oversimplifies a very complex sort of process that's right. going on. The CBD in and of itself creates this shift that's more aligned to a, a process called network pharmacology where you have multiple medications or a medication that's working at a range of different areas to create a shift in a certain direction. So the main activity of CBD is through serotonin, serotonin receptors, and through these TRPV1 receptors, which can help for pain and inflammation, but it also um, has helpful impacts on other neurotransmitters like dopamine and GABA. It upregulates the body's own endocannabinoid system by inhibiting the enzyme that breaks down the natural endocannabinoid. So it's positively impacting the endocannabinoid system, but in an indirect manner. It actually has very little activity at the conventional cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2, and actually has this, its main activity is to dampen down the effect of agonists at that CB1 receptor. So this is where using CBD and THC together can be of benefit where you can have synergistic effects where they can have additive benefits. But one of the effects of CBD is that it reduces the activity of THC at the CB1 receptor. And the CB1 receptor is the receptor that's in the predominantly in the brain and the central nervous system. And 
causes the intoxication or the memory impairment sort of effects of THC or other sort of motor effects of THC. CBD can make THC more tolerable, less intoxicating, less likely to provoke anxiety. So this is where changing the ratios of CBD and THC can make a treatment very personalised for each individual depending on their sensitivity to THC. So So when you talk about this CBD, we talk about the molecules. So a standard drug is a molecule typically, right? It's one molecule that you're taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas when you're talking about CBD, are you talking about it as a standalone molecule or are you... Is it having these wide-ranging effects because you're having it either with all the other cannabinoids and all the terpenes and all those things that are typically associated with having it? Because you're not you're not prescribing it as a as an isolate, I assume. I rarely prescribe it as an isolate, but when I'm talking about the activity at 65 different receptors, enzymes, and neurotransmitters, I'm talking about CBD, the isolated molecule. molecule right. And the re- the reason that CBD is like that is because of the structure of of CBD. So it has from memory, it has one one solid ring and then a long tail, and that makes it a very floppy molecule. And so it it is floppy; it doesn't have a rigid sort of structure, which means that if you are thinking about a lock and key side of things, it's the kind of key that can fit into many different locks because of its malleability and its ability to to ch- to change into multiple different shapes. But because it's not a key specifically designed for each one of those locks, it only partially... so it's like a master locksmith. Yeah, it's, we'll get it's away like, from that. Maybe it's, like it's floppy dr- because it's maybe it's floppy because it's so promiscuous. That's right. <laughs> Died. <laughs>